When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Garrett Wilson. Wow! What a catch! Touchdown, Jets! That kid's amazing. Gibson on the return. Near side. I don't see any flags. Gibson inside the 30. Hits the Jets. And he's going to go! Jets win it! Touchdown, rookie Xavier Gibson. Game over. Allen has time. Intercepted. Sauce Gardner's got it. Allen tripped up. He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Brees Lightning, 62 yards for the touchdown. And he's sacked again by Quinn Williams. What a beast. Number 95 for the Jets. Listen. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And it's time to get to know your foe, Atlanta Falcons edition. The Atlanta Falcons, by the way, right now are tied for first place in the NFC South with a 5-6 and six record tied with the New Orleans Saints. So to talk about this matchup that's going to be coming up tomorrow at MetLife Stadium between the Jets and the Falcons, break it down from the Falcons' side, Our old friend who is a reporter and anchor for Fox 5 Atlanta and the host of Bulldogs Final, Miles Garrett. But, of course, not the Miles Garrett, the one who rips quarterbacks' heads off for a living. Although, Miles, I would not want to be a quarterback that would upset you because I think you might be just as vicious, if not more so, than the pass rusher, Miles Garrett. Yeah, I mean, at 5'11", 180 pounds, I really am a uh, lean, mean fighting machine compared to the Cleveland Browns defensive end. But uh, I appreciate the praise there. (laughs) Well, let's talk about a team that the other Miles Garrett does not play for, but the one that you do cover. That, of course, the Atlanta Falcons, who are at five and six, as I said, tied for first place in the NFC South. So this game actually means a lot, not for the Jets so much because they're all but eliminated from playoff contention at this point. But the Falcons are right in the thick of things in a poor division. But it doesn't matter because once you get into the playoffs, whatever happens, happens. So let's talk about this, and we will begin with the head coach, Arthur Smith. 
He's made a lot of people scratch their heads. I know that he's taken pot shots at fantasy football players, but it really has nothing to do with that. It's just sort of a perplexing thing that you have these three guys that were picked in the top 10 over the last couple of years. Kyle Pitts, the tight end out of Florida. Bijan Robinson, my favorite running back since he played at the University of Texas. Everybody knows I'm a Texas fan. And Drake London, the wide receiver from USC. And it feels like they haven't been used to the maximum of their ability so far this season. Yet the Falcons are tied for first place. So talk a little bit about what's been going on with Arthur Smith. Because I think he's been a very interesting figure to cover. And you being somebody that's had to cover him up close... I'm guessing you probably agree with me. Yeah, no, it, it's certainly been a little perplexing because you look at the last two years, there's been some restrictions that the Atlanta Falcons have had, and it falls basically on the lap of salary cap restrictions because of the last regime, you've still been, or you at that time, had still been paying guys like Matt Ryan and Julio Jones, really big cap hits, and really weren't able to make the roster any better, especially with a new regime with Terry Fontenot as GM and obviously Arthur Smith as head coach. So this year was really... I considered it kind of the first official year of that rebuild because this is really the year that they could have added guys that can really make the team better. And for the most part, they did, whether that was free agency. This is really the year that they added all those guys. Everyone said, you know, go after the quarterback, go after Lamar Jackson, give him the bag. Well, the Falcons kind of did the opposite. They spent a lot of money on defense, added a bunch of guys, and really it's a, it's a basically a brand-new defense there completely from what it's been the last couple of years. So. Uh, in that regard, the team is very different. Now, speaking to Arthur Smith, it is a little bit perplexing. It is kind of the, the million-dollar question in regards to Arthur Smith as far as the first-round draft picks are concerned because Kyle Pitts, Drake London, Bijan Robinson, you can argue, maybe haven't been used to their fullest extent. Now, I think Kyle Pitts is more of a guy that maybe has some more excuse for that because in his first year, he – arguably had one of the best rookie seasons a tight end has ever had. That's when he had Matt Ryan as his quarterback, had consistent quarterback play. Last year, he has Marcus Mariota, obviously not the best quarterback to catch passes from, but he then tears his ACL and has a year recovery. He came back, I think, maybe a little too early from that. I think the way you've seen him play, he's still kind of recovering from it. He isn't up to his full strength and and, and running. I think that's where it's been most noticeable with Kyle Pitts. So, I think it's fair to give him a little bit of a mulligan. Drake London, you've really seen flashes. And I think this could go back to quarterback play. Desmond Ritter, obviously, the jury's still out on whether he is that guy going forward for the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, he does have chemistry with Drake London. The two were roommates, Jack taken in the same draft class. But there has been some consistency issues in getting him the ball. Now, when he has gotten the ball in his hands or when the ball has been in the air to him, Drake has made a lot of plays, which has really warranted him being that first overall or first receiver rather taken in that draft class. You know, you can argue Garrett Wilson was obviously maybe the, the better receiver, but Drake just really hasn't had that consistent quarterback play like Garrett Wilson has. But Bijan Robinson has also been an interesting one because early in the season, maybe the first couple of games, you saw what his potential could be. And he really kind of slowed down, whether that was usage wise or not. Again, the jury's still out a little bit on that. But the last couple of weeks, Arthur Smith has seemingly made a concerted effort to give him the ball more, especially in the red zone. And you've seen the success really, especially against the Saints, where he scores two touchdowns, receiving one rushing. So uh, whether that was just to ease him in because he is a rookie, we don't really know. Um, but it seems like he is getting the ball a little bit more the last couple of weeks and you would assume for the rest of the season. I will say, Miles, it's kind of funny to hear you talk about 
Garrett Wilson having consistent quarterback play. He's played with five different quarterbacks. Oh, no, I, I, I meant to say like Garrett. Well, I, I, I worded that wrong. Like Garrett Wilson, <laughs> both, they both haven't had consistent quarterback play. Yeah, that's for sure. Neither one of them has. <laughs> and we should talk a little bit about that because Desmond Ritter has been the starter for most of the year. At one point, he got benched for Taylor Heineke, but Heineke was bad, so they went back to Desmond Ritter. Talk a little bit about this because it feels like with the weapons we talked about, and we'll get into to them a little bit more in a second the Falcons have a real opportunity in this division with the division being as bad as it is but they have no quarterback if they just had a decent quarterback they could probably run away with this division but it feels like Ritter and Heineke have been holding them back what's going on there yeah it's been another perplexing thing with this team because if you watch Desmond Ritter this year and, and watched him closely there's been, I, I would say, about maybe three to four plays of brilliance that you've seen during each game this season where you're like, wow, okay, this is the flash that the Falcons are seeing here in practice. I mean, they made it very well known this offseason that Desmond Ritter is our guy. Arthur Blank, the owner, even came out and saying, we believe he will be our franchise quarterback going forward. So that's some pretty high praise for a guy who had only started four games at that point and was a third-round pick. So they obviously saw something in practice, and then you – you see him in the games. He has those four or five flash plays where you're like, okay, I see what they're saying, but then he has the turnovers. And the turnovers have been the story for Desmond Ritter this season. He just hasn't really been able to get out of his own way, whether that's fumbles or just some interceptions. He had two turnovers against the Saints this past week. One, you could argue, maybe wasn't his fault. It was a throw to Bijan Robinson. It looked like maybe if Bijan Robinson had been going the direction the ball was going, it looked like Desmond was going to be leading him to the end zone. We don't really know what occurred on that play. The other interception, I think you can chalk more up to Desmond Ritter just making a bad decision. So it, it's been little things like that where it, it's kind of hard to figure out. And I do think that if Desmond had been, let's say, a first-round pick, the leash may be a little bit longer. But the fact that he is a lower pick guy, that third-round type player, I think maybe the leash is a little bit shorter. And like you said, this is a team that has a lot of talent, especially on offense, that on paper should be sort of breezing by in this NFC South. So it's very, it's going to be very interesting to see how the rest of the season plays out. As of right now, if I had to make a call, I would say I would think that the Falcons may move a different direction this offseason at quarterback. I just think the consistency has been there. Uh, but who knows? Maybe these last few games, Desmond goes on a stretch or a tear where he kind of reaffirms that maybe he's figured something out. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Like you said, Desmond Ritter has a lot of weapons at his disposal. So if he can somehow figure it out the next few games and get the Falcons into the playoffs, maybe he's got a chance. If not, I think the weapons here are good enough that A, you could win with a better quarterback, and B, it sort of shows that if Ritter can't succeed with them, that he's not really the guy in Atlanta. Let's talk a little bit more about this because Tyler Algier has gotten plenty of carries for the Falcons despite them using a top 10 pick on Bijan Robinson. Far less efficient, and I like Tyler Algier. Thought he had a really nice rookie season with over 1,000 yards. Corderell Patterson was back. They haven't used him a ton, at least not anywhere near as much as they did last year. Kyle Pitts and Johnny Smith are about even when it comes to what they've been doing at tight end, which is pretty surprising. We talked about Kyle Pitts before. I know that they use the two tight ends quite a bit, but it's wild that Pitts and Smith have almost identical production. And then, as you said, at wide receiver, Drake London, when he gets the ball, he's been very effective, but they really need to, it appears, work on targeting him more and more, especially in the red zone with that big body of his. So give us a little bit of a rundown of that Falcons offense. I think a couple of weeks ago before the um, the Arizona game, I believe it was the the home loss that the team had prior to Arizona, I believe it was Taylor Heineke's first start, where it was some weird red zone decisions. I think it was like a first and goal from like the one yard line and you have a reverse play to Johnu Smith that doesn't go anywhere. In fact, I think you lose some yards. Then you have a penalty. And then you have, you know, a toss play to Michael Pruitt, who's throwing to Johnu Smith, who's your tight end three. And, you know, it's just some weird decisions there involving guys who aren't really, quote unquote, your playmakers, like a tight, like none He's also a very good player, of course. But Drake London, Bijan Robinson, Kyle Pitts, the guys we're talking about. So it, it's it's odd. You don't really know. I think this has been kind of the question of the Falcons this season, and we've asked it on the beat. It's just it's, it's where you've kind of gotten those those fantasy football questions. But the past few weeks since they have lost, I think those adjustments have kind of been made, which you don't know if it's a result of the losses or maybe something else. But it seems like those red zone guys are being used more. And I, and I say that specifically about Bijan Robinson because it seems like they're starting to make a concerted effort to get him the ball inside the red zone or inside, you know, the 10 yard line, somewhere like that to get him to score. And it seems like it's starting to work, especially against Arizona and of course the saints this week. So I, we we talked about Kyle Pitts earlier. I had mentioned that, you know, the injury bug, I think that he's still not a hundred percent. So I think that's why maybe a guy like John Smith has been targeted more. Um, But I I think Drake London has been more of a, a case study of the quarterback play. 
Um, and whether that's route running, whether that's, you know, play design, I, there, there's been some question marks. I think Kurt Warner actually did a, a study on the Falcons play calling on Twitter not too long ago, kind of talking about the route tree that some of these receivers are running. And he kind of questioned what is being called and, you know, just it, how the receivers and the routes aren't exactly helping out the quarterback and being a quarterback friendly receiver. I think that that's something that maybe should be taken into account. I think it's notable that Charles London, who was very respected on the Falcons offense, left the team this offseason to go elsewhere. So maybe there's a discussion about having a new quarterback's coach or a new offensive coordinator. Dave Ragone is the offensive coordinator, but it's kind of like one of those in name only. You know that Arthur Smith is kind of the guy in charge there. So all that considered, it's been perplexing to say the least, but uh, it seems like, again, the Falcons are a weird team. It seems like one week they figure things out, then the next week they end up losing. So it's sort of a week-by-week week thing. You're not, you're not quite sure what Falcons team you're going to get. Miles, let's talk about the Falcons' defense. This offseason, the big acquisition was Jesse Bates, the safety from the Cincinnati Bengals. They paid him a ton of money. Some people thought it was weird that the Falcons would shell out so much money for a safety, but man, he has been everything the Falcons could have possibly asked for. A huge pick six in the game last week against the Saints. He's leading the team in tackles. He's got four interceptions. He's also got a whole bunch of forced fumbles, three of them, which is an enormous amount for a safety. And then you look at the other acquisition that was a little bit under the radar, a guy that the Jets wanted, Calais Campbell, who's getting up there in age, interior defensive lineman, but he's played really well too. He's got double-digit quarterback hits so far this season. A.J. Terrell, who everybody knows is one of the better corners in the league, double-digit passes defense. So there's players on this defense. It may not be a great defense like the Jets have, but there are guys on this team that are building blocks, some real talent there, especially when you look at guys like Bates and Terrell. Talk a little bit about this Falcons defense. I don't think many people talk about it much because they're not highly ranked and they don't have all those buzzworthy names like they do on offense. Yeah, and I think, honestly, the the... I guess, perspective of the Falcons defense has really changed the last, I'd say, maybe three weeks, maybe since that Tennessee game, because going into that Tennessee game, this was one of the better defenses in the NFL. I think they were a top 10 defense, in fact, at that point. That was the game they lost great Jarrett, who really has been the quarterback of this entire defense. He's been there for years. He hasn't really missed any starts. So I think losing him hurt this defense a lot more than people anticipated. Um, you also have the loss of a guy like Troy Anderson there in the linebacking core. You've had guys step up like Nate Landman, Caden Ellis, some other free agent acquisitions this offseason who have been huge for this team, especially given how they played the last couple of weeks. But you said it. I mean, Jesse Bates has really stepped up and become, you know, we talk about Grady Jarrett being the quarterback of that in, that defense, that defensive line. Jesse Bates has been that for the entire secondary. Him and A.J. Terrell have made that secondary a strength after what was once kind of a, a weak spot for this team because before you really just had A.J. Terrell and not much else. And I think sort of an underrated person in that secondary has been Jeff Akuda, another guy that they signed this offseason, the former top five pick in the NFL draft by the Detroit Lions. He kind of has dealt with some injury issues in the past with Detroit, signed with Atlanta and got hurt in the preseason as well, but has kind of come on strong and been a pretty good Cornerback number two opposite A.J. Terrell. They were both taking them the same draft, oddly enough. But I think those two free agent acquisitions in the secondary have been huge. I touched on Kate Nellis and Nate Landman, who have been great in the secondary. Nate Landman especially has made a bunch of plays there in the linebacking unit. And has you know, he had an interception against uh, Arizona, had a bunch of big plays once again 
against the Saints. And then, of course, like you said, the defensive line, Calais Campbell, I think, has been the voice of reason a lot of times because of just his experience and have kind of kept that defense calm, cool, and collected. Uh, you know, he's always kind of one of the first guys to talk in the locker room when we get in there after each game, just kind of saying, hey, you know, we're going to be all right. Things are going to be good. Uh, just kind of a positive voice to always speak to. David Onyemata, another guy, is great. And him being paired up with Grady Jarrett was just a fantastic combo up until Grady got hurt. So I think he is another huge signing. Obviously, you see a theme here. The Falcons taking a lot of guys from the Saints between Onyemata, Landman, and Ellis, and, of course, the new defensive coordinator, Ryan Nielsen, who also was taken from New Orleans. Uh, so I think he's been a great acquisition for this defense. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, a guy like Ryan Nielsen is starting to get head coaching interviews, perhaps, in the near future. I think he's been that huge for Atlanta, um, especially early in the season. Early in the season, the defense was keeping the Falcons in most of their games. I think they're a huge reason why they are five and six right now and maybe not even worse with the offense having its struggles. So I think the defense has been a very underrated piece of this Falcons team. Miles, strategically, how do you expect the Falcons to approach this game both offensively and defensively? And as far as a prediction goes, you don't have to give me an exact score, but how do you think this is going to turn out? Well, I know the struggles that the Jets have on offense and I know the Falcon struggles that they've had lately against backup quarterbacks. And again, I don't know if Aaron Rodgers will miraculously see the field on Sunday, barring something unforeseen that I don't know about. <laughs> but uh, I expect uh, a low-scoring game um, just because of Desmond Ritter's consistency problems that he's faced. This Jets defense is very, very dangerous. I know they've had you know, maybe some hiccups the last few games, but uh, because of how Desmond has struggled oftentimes this season, now again, you hope that he had, is turning a corner. That was his first game starting officially back once again. So you hope that maybe he's turned a corner. And uh, I think the key for the Falcons will be the rushing attack. I know the Jets' defense against run has not been great. Uh, I believe they're giving up, what, you might have to correct me on this one, I think around 130 yards a game. And you're facing off against the team that's bread and butter is the running game. Uh, I think the Falcons had a good formula for what they want to do and what they need to be successful in that area, which is, run Bijan Robinson, run Cordero Patterson in the first few quarters, really get their numbers high and then get Tyler Algier to really finish it off because he's the bruiser. He can really wear a defense down at the end of a game, and it really proved to be a winning formula for the Falcons at the end. So I think that's what it'll take for the Falcons to beat the Jets. Now, again, you talk about the backup quarterback thing for the, for the, the Falcons. The Jets are going to have to put up points at some point, uh, I don't expect them. I mean, again, you you know this Jets team more than I do, but based on what I've seen, I know they're struggling to, to get points on the board, and uh, the, the Falcons do have a talented defense of their own. All that being said, I expect a low-scoring game. I'm going to give the Falcons the edge right now. I'll call it, let's say, 17-10 type game. Um, but uh, if, if I had to offer a prediction, that's what I'd go with. I think we can both agree that the best move for this game and we'll get into this tomorrow on the show when we talk about all the prop bets and all of that would be to bet the under, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's a pretty safe option right now. This is probably not going to be anything close to what we saw between the Bills and the Eagles 
this past no, Sunday. No, 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 no. Quite the opposite. <laughs> this will not be a shootout at MetLife Stadium. Miles Garrett, who covers the Atlanta Falcons for Fox 5 in Atlanta, thank you so much for coming back on the show and talking about the Falcons, helping us learn about them as we get to know your foe, heading into the matchup tomorrow between the Falcons and the Jets at MetLife Stadium. Really appreciate it. For everybody that wants to check out your work, I know they can't watch Fox 5 Atlanta, but I'm sure there's ways they can stream what you're doing, look at video. How can they do that and how can they follow you on social media yeah absolutely i mean if you really really want to watch our stuff we do have an app the fox 5 local app you can get it on the app store, of course but uh for those who are not in tune to that uh twitter x whatever you want to call it today that's where i post most of my stuff uh we are partners with the atlanta falcons and the Georgia bulldogs for anyone big in college football we do a lot of work with them and i post most of all that stuff to my twitter as well as youtube facebook all that kind of stuff that's where you can find me. Then my handle is at Miles Garrett TV, Miles with an I. And uh, yeah, that's great to find my stuff. Miles, sounds like we might have to have a conversation at some point about some of the players on the Georgia Bulldogs because it's going to be draft season for Jets fans pretty soon. Everybody already starting to talk about the draft and obviously a lot of really talented players at Georgia. So we'll have to have you back and talk about Georgia Bulldogs football in the future. In the meantime, though, check out everything Miles is doing with the Falcons and the Bulldogs, and also follow him on Twitter. Check out everything we're doing at playlikeajet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. We've got some awesome All-22 breakdowns on our channel, so watch those videos and subscribe if you haven't already. YouTube.com slash playlikeajet. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's tee We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quentin Williams, bless you, thank you shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies, it's all there, tpublic.com. That's tee and be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in the New York Jets podcast and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.